it been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finessing on them with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Do say with my boobay, taste like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westy girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good. Won't you sit it on my taste buds? I get way too petty. Won't you let me? Hello. Welcome to Let Me Talk My Sh. I'm your host, Dr. Kweku Ananse. Yes, I am a doctor. I'm a doctor of philosophy. This is the show where we speak our truth. If there's something to be said, we say it here. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is episode 5. Part one of a two-part series on moral dilemmas. Sit down, be humble. Sit down, be humble. Sit down, be humble. Sit down, be humble. So before we get into these this week's moral dilemma questions to discuss here, let us introduce our guest. We have. We have returning here, Madam Starry, hey. the witch doctor. Hey, everybody! What 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 uh, what's popping as the kids say these days? What's oh, popping? Everything yeah. is popping. So <laughs> tell us, did anything change in the stars since the last time we met you? Did you find a sign that you connected? Are there like triangles up there? There is every shape possible that you can think of. So it's infinite. So does that mean we're getting the lottery numbers from you today? Not today. Not Maybe today. tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And then we have returning Don Jorge. What's Here. Uh, yes. Everything's good on this Friday evening, I suppose. Ooh. You know, we're not out partying on a Friday night. We out here. No, 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 no. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I've outgrown that portion of my life at this point. Just juncture oh. my my being. So, what, what can listeners expect from you? You know, who, who are a, you, this guy? If they want, you know, an idea of what to expect, then I advise them to check out the other episodes that I'm on. It's pretty much consistent. Wow, Mr. Consistent. Okay. And we have here a new guest. Kwame from Maryland. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, Kwame? I'm all right, man. How about yourself? Well, not too bad. It's you no, know, it's springtime, so spring flowers, right? It's pretty. Facts. Facts. So, it's beautiful outside. So your name is Kwame. You know, kind yes. of similarities to my name. Where, where are you from? Where did you get this name from? Hey, bro, I'm from Ghana, bro. Are you from Ghana? Oh yeah. Quite interesting. I'm from Cameroon, so we neighbors. Oh. Africa, right there. <laughs> Okay. Bro, you know Embiid, bro? Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on Joel Embiid, you know. Anybody paying attention to the playoffs can see that right now. Don't even get into that. But um, what should listeners expect from you? Um, Just blunt answers. Wow. That's all hey. So you come in with the, the total honesty? Yes. Throwing everything at everyone? Yes, sir. Okay, thank you. So, our first question of the day. It's a very simple question here. We are talking here. You're going to put your shoes in somebody who takes the bus. I don't know if everybody on uh, on this show right now takes the bus. Um, I rarely do anymore, but 
if you take the bus and you get on, you know, we have designated spots for uh, disabled people. So you get on this bus and it has no spots for disabled people. And you're sitting down, you know, listening to your music. And three people walk to you. The bus is very full. So there's nowhere else. And three people walk to you. And it's a pregnant woman. A blind person with a cane. And someone with crutches, a physically disabled person or could not have crutches. Which order are you getting up for these people? Who, who, who are you getting up for first? Or who, or if you even getting up for any of these people? Is it your problem or is it other people's problem? Let us know. Madam Starry, what, what do you think? Oh, that's really complicated. So you said there was a pregnant lady. Yeah, pregnant lady. And then you said there was someone disabled or with a... With crutches. Crutches. Yeah, disabled person, physically okay. disabled. With crutches. Yes, with crutches. Okay. Or it could also be with whatever... You know, you don't have to always have crutches. You can have a cane. And then there's okay. a blind person. You know, okay. we can, you know, glasses, cane, the whole, uh, you know, shenaz. So blind, disabled, pregnant. Yes. Who am I picking? Who are you picking? Who are you getting up for first? As a woman, who are you getting up for first? That's so tough. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where to start. Huh. I think I would just go with... Well, the pregnant lady, how far is she? How far do you want her to be? Well, first trimester, so I don't have to pick her. <laughs> <laughs> so she's out in so that scenario. First trimester, you're not taking her, yeah? Yeah. And then, so then who's next? I think I'll go with the person with um, if they have crutches. The crutches? Yeah. Okay. Because but if disabled with no crutches? That's a different well, question? Yeah, okay. I wouldn't. So crutches her. here? And yeah. then what about the... Someone who actually needs to sit down. That's what I would go with. So the blind person does not need to sit down. I don't. Well, I think they're physically able to stand just because they can't see. Because I think blind people are actually very good at seeing stuff, even though they can't see. Okay. So I'm going. That's some witchcraft you're talking here. Blind people can (laughs) see, even though they cannot (laughs) see. Yes, they're very um, in tune with the universe and they can sense things and they know space and light. So I'll go with um, the person who cannot actually, who has trouble with their legs. Okay. might need to Physical disability. Okay. Yeah. Kwame, our guest here. So. What do you say to that? What order are you picking? Are you going to? Are you this? Uh, are you putting the the pregnant woman aside if she's not that far along or that bump is not that big, and you are going for the disabled person who has physical disabilities? What do you think? I'm going or the for blind the blind person. I'm going for the pregnant lady first. The pregnant lady. Yes. Ladies first, I see. But yes. The other ones you didn't say. Wait, you're... wait. Let him get his opinion. What? What? No, I, I was just saying I would let the pregnant lady on first. Doesn't matter how far along she is. No. No. Oh, she's just pregnant. Little bump, small yeah. bump. You going with yeah. her first? And then who's yes. your next in line? The blind person. Oh, the blind person. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Okay. Surprise. I feel, like, person, I, sorry. I feel like I would be pretty. Like it would be pretty for me to see a blind person just standing while i'm sitting i don't i don't know <laughs> oh so morally would not sit right with you to see it it wouldn't okay and then i guess lastly you're gonna put that physical disabled person can stay you know yeah okay <laughs> yeah because <laughs> nine out of ten times that disabled person is in a wheelchair already so you're already sitting bro like just chill out but even if it crutches <laughs> oh that's a different story they can still stand they all right <laughs> Okay, okay, we'll get to it. Let, let's get the final opinion here from Don Jorge. Don Jorge, yeah. what, what order are you going with this? 
first of all, why are they coming to me? There's so many other different options on the bus. So they, they had to choose me to be the one to give up my seat. So you're saying the other should be the one faced with this moral dilemma, not you. I feel as though this is all our responsibilities rather than just me. It seems kind of weird that they all seem to just center in on me when it's like, Doug, this, I don't know how many people on this bus, but there's several other options here. Why is it me, the one that has to be the one to give it so up? You're not That's even my considering, first situation. You're not even considering their situations. Oh, no. Well, I will consider the situations. I'm just asking first and foremost, why me? But if I okay. have to, okay, if it in, in this scenario, they're, they're, they're centering in on me, first things first i would give it to the person who's physically disabled because they're at a, a situation whether it be their a cane or crutches standing isn't that they aren't necessarily stable to kind of like maintain their balance on a moving uh, vehicle so I, I would advise for them to kind of be the ones to sit down first not the blind person the blind people can stand it's not like they, they can't use their eyes but can still use their leg right okay <laughs> I think it's general, well, not general consensus, but at least I think how I would look at general consensus would be the, the blind person is last on the list of show. Wow. Wow, he's last. Pregnant ladies number two, regardless of what like trimester she's in, is okay, again, you pregnant, but you don't have a physical disability. You just have a thing inside of you, okay? You don't, you don't get special treatment just because somebody nutted in you. Well, you, oh. don't, you don't know oh. you don't know what pregnancy is like though that's what i'm saying men don't really know so to say that i but, think but that's hold up wait 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 give me a second give me a second i just get this point off but wait before you continue sorry let me you you put the pregnant woman as number two Yes. Which is the same position. He put the pregnant woman. No, but what he said was wrong. But his justification is what... Okay, go ahead, Don Jorge. Just wanted to get... What's it? Madam Starry, would you put a fat person in your seat over a pregnant lady? Because they're roughly the same thing. No. Pregnant woman, it depends on the stage of pregnancy. And also... Uh, Certain fat people, they actually cannot stand. You know, they go to Walmart <laughs> and they sit on those moving uh, things. Right. I don't... Yeah, I understand. I, I, yeah. I, I understand, but even with that, they don't take precedence over somebody who literally has a physical disability. Being fat is can be a physical disability, and At being pregnant point, actually she... is a physical disability. They get a physical disability brought upon yes, most of the time. Most, no, 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 I'm, not saying, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying a physical disability brought upon by a choice that you made to get nutted in. Am I wrong? Fat people um, <laughs> get a uh, disability too. And that's okay, so what if the person I'm hearing he's saying that these are based on choices. Yeah. You know, compared to other disabilities that might not have been a choice, oh, you know. Okay. For example, the well, we can argue the physical disability could know. be a choice. We don't know what um, happens. But the to blind people. person could also be a choice. Let's get Kwame here. Let's get Kwame here. So they <laughs> totally differ a lot from you. Are you still sticking yes. with you? What what do you say to them where He's put in the physical disability. Like it seems like both of them have that at the top of your list, but you going with the blind person who, according to Don Jorge, they can walk. Just because they cannot <laughs> see does not mean they cannot walk. I just I just cannot get past seeing a blind person standing while I'm in a position to stand up for that person or let them sit down. I just can't get past that. But how would they know if you stand up if they're blind? <laughs> 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 I'll just tap them. I'll just tap them. Right and if they're X capable down. of Wait, seeing, if they're capable you just of said seeing. they could see. You said they can see. I did. So I'm then, saying for him, he thinks like it's so, so bad. Maybe, it's so bad that you have to let them sit down. 
Because, you know, they're people too, right? Right. And there's like less of, like less fortunate. I mean, I just what wouldn't feel right. they get insulted by that? What if they get mad like, oh, you think I can't live, like be a well, normal person? Back back down, so wait, that's what you think is going to happen? No, I'm just saying, like okay. it could be insulting. So no, let, let him get his point across. So you believe that morally, just the look of it. So what about when Don Jorge made the point that what about the others? In the bus, doesn't that moral responsibility fall on them? Right, right. No, I agree with that point. Why did like why does it have to be me? <laughs> if anything, it should be one of you because I'm a woman. I should be sitting down. You people should be standing up. Oh, so you saying genders? Women should not even have to consider standing up. You should be the last choice. Like if if it's all women in there, then one of the women can can stand up. But if there's men in there, the men should be the first people to volunteer. What do you say to that, guys? Get out of here. What do you mean? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> just, just why? On virtue of what? You have a vagina. That's it. Okay. Let, let, let me just let, let, last last one on this uh, issue. So we we consider the blind man, um, the disabled person. Why again? Do you guys feel, you know, that he needs to be number one? Like, what if he's oh. disabled, you know, but he's, he's still able to stand? What? Oh, so we're talking like an intellectual like, disability? I'm, I'm trying to say, why would a disabled person who cannot stand go on a bus? That right. could give them the choice to stand. Because they need to get from plate point A to point B, just like the rest of us. Only that it happens to be a moving vehicle. And if you're on crutches, they aren't necessarily the most stable ground for you to kind of be moving when the bus moves and shakes. So, yeah, it becomes a bit of a hazard to have somebody like that standing up. So maybe don't get on the bus if you have crutches. But they still need to go places just like the rest of us. I sound like a dick for this, but I don't think disabled people need to be getting on public transportation. I'm sorry. But what if they're poor and they can't afford to go to the hospital without the bus? They still don't work. They stay at home. Yeah, they don't work. If they're poor, they don't work, right? Right. I've seen a lot of poor people on the bus, okay? Most of the poor people take the bus uh, and the rich people take the train, where, where, from my experience. Or they drive or take an Uber. So it's like, I can understand the need for anybody to take that bus if they don't have money. Okay. Any final thoughts before we move on? Blind man, Not- stay number three, dog. You, you blind, but you can still stay, bro. <laughs> 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 next one so our next conversation here is your significant significant other be it a man woman you know whatever you're into um, <laughs> cheats on you with your best friend who is shouldering the most blame who are we putting up there as the one to blame is it your best friend that you know you've known for a long time or is it your significant other that you've also known for a long time Cause I, I I'll start off. Go ahead. I'm gonna go off with my man's. Cause that's some slick, bro. I'm so gonna go you off. Blame your best friend. Yes. Wow. Okay. Because I feel like in a way, when you get into a relationship, like your friends, like I don't know, just unintentionally prey on your significant other. Oh, you, like, you, you yeah. You think it's like premeditated? Yes. Whoa. Interesting point here. Don't hold it. What do you say to this? 
uh, both both of them can get can kick rocks for all I care. Okay, both of them in their own right are supposed to have your your best interest at heart. And what's it if it ain't your best friend or ain't the person that you choose to be with? There's no point in prioritizing blame at this point. They're both it's like you know they both done you dirty at that point. So but there's the no one that you like, put it up there like this is the one that I truly cannot. You know, some people say you know what I can. Forget the girl. No, in this like situation, that. nobody can be forgiven. So, what's the point of prioritizing? It's oh, so there's no forgive, no forgiveness at all. No, from from either party. So, no, they both can kick rocks. Hope you're happy together. Okay, Madam Stories. Um, I have a question. Go ahead. So, the significant other is it like a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or is like a, a husband wife situation? Let's say it's somebody you've been with for a long time. Like how long? A long time, a long relationship. Uh, let's say one year. We put a cap on one year. There's no marriage. There's nothing in it. Let's not. Put oh, that. it's just a casual dating type thing. Yeah, for about a year. year, but it's significant other. I make that clear. Yeah. Like it's exclusiveness for one year. Yeah. And then your best friend you've been with for whatever, however long you know that guy or girl. Who am I blaming? Who's taking the most blame? Who I blame myself. <laughs> Curveball. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> how am I, how am I, a, a friend? How am I friends with someone who would do that? How am I dating someone who would do that? Like, how did I choose the wrong people in my life? That's what I would be like, wow, I can't believe myself. Wait. You're kind of technically right, though. I need better friends in my life. <laughs> okay. I don't think that has to deal with you, though. Yeah. It, does. it doesn't always have to factor in it with does, you. No, because if you chose to be friends with that person, you okay. should know them by now. And if it's been one year, you should know this girl. And like, I don't know. I feel like you should know the people that you're choosing to have involved in your life. What about people making well, mistakes? How is that a mistake? Okay, go go ahead, Kwame. No, I'm just saying like girls seem king. I mean, girls are like fantastic at cheating. Let's say that. Jesus. Let's just get that out of the way. Ooh, sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> he said, "Fantastic." Maybe, maybe, maybe it is. Stupendous so at cheating. <laughs> Listen, girls know how to keep it on a down low. We we talk too much. We talk too much. True. No comment. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Y'all talking shit right now. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait! Don't say y'all. I ain't doing. I ain't doing shit. I'm not over here. <laughs> Don't associate me with his comments. I feel like that's exactly what men say to make it look like women are the ones cheating. Wait a minute. Why am I doing this? You're so smooth. Why are you generalizing the men? I'm saying to say that is ridiculous. He's just making a point that in his experience, he believes that women are able to hide their cheating exploits because it's it seems like the, the video cameras on men to be the cheaters. Right. They're masters at it, bro. Well, so that's his claim is that they are actually very good at it. So, so he's saying that you blame, but in that instance, why wouldn't you blame the woman then? If she cheated with your best friend, you blaming your best friend. But if she's a master manipulator, isn't she the one to blame? Bros before. Dang. <laughs> so no you comment. will blame your, your guy friend before the woman. Yes. So she's considered a hoe, but your friend is considered a brother. But both of them cheated together. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After they that, did the same okay. act, but one's a hoe and one's your brother. Hey. Well, he would he would not forgive him. No, but I'm saying it's the same act. How well, are we judging? No, I'm, I'm saying, bro. 
one of the reasons why I'm saying bros before hoes is just because I, you know, that man or that friend of mine that I consider a brother, I've known for a long time. I've gotten closer to that to that person instead of my girlfriend. So it's just it's it's a different type of perspective towards it. I don't understand okay. it, but okay. He, I think he, I'm gonna leave you on that ledge over there, brother man. I can't help you here. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's talking about that masculine, uh, masculine bond that he has with the friend. He's saying that yeah. ideally he would have gone through many girlfriends and relationships with that friend. Yes, to have right. this current one be because it's not a state in that maybe if it's the girl is the only girl he's been with, it might be a different factor. But right, like, um, it's. It's just another year with somebody else, and the friend is the one who should it's know. Been there long term. You can have ten girlfriends, but you can only have like one homie. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, I, I just, you just keep digging yourself into a hole. I just <laughs> like, <laughs> and I can't help. No, no, no. Hey, so you don't agree with him? Just uh, oh, it's hard to pick where. <laughs> we're just like, where do, does my disagreement begin? But like, uh, yeah, I, I kind of see it differently. Like, but you already know my perspective. Both of y'all, like, you know, are, are in the wrong for this, okay? And I, I have a different perspective when it comes to looking at interpersonal relationships, where in which there is no particular hierarchy regarding, you know, significant others versus the friends that I keep. If anything, there's a little bit of a how can I say blend between the two an intersection between the two so it's like chances are the person that I am significant others with I would have known for a significant long time and have that kind of relationship similar to the one that I would have had with another best friend oh I see so yeah so like to have that level of portrayal there is no priority where it's like yeah like the whole bros before hosting but that's that shit's dead to me I think at this juncture in my life so so it's, it's like they're all bros in a way too like not have us specifically but... let's just say yeah in a way they're all people that i i care about significantly so and that's what makes it like wrong what about madame starry's claim that she will blame herself would you blame yourself in this instance then i mean in instances well okay in instances when infidelity is part of, we have a tendency to internalize these sorts of things, even though this has absolutely nothing to do with the question at hand, I can understand where, why it is, but there's also the understanding that cheating or any sort of infidelity in and of itself is always a selfish act and we cannot blame ourselves oh. for the things that um other people do i mean granted yes like you know these people for such a long time but like at, we only know people f to the extent of which we understand their prior e experiences and so on and that lead them to the behaviors uh. that they do so what's it it's, it's a bit of a complicated thing but overall i wouldn't necessarily blame myself even though it's very common to do so in a situation like that i mean i, I just wouldn't blame myself off of the fact that i don't know i would just feel like i would be gaslighting myself you know if I would have yeah. been like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? It's ultimately unhelpful. Yes, it, it's a it's a common response because how many times have you seen situations where someone's cheated on, and the immediate thought is, what did I do wrong to get that person to do that? You know, right? <laughs> well, I think it's very important to do some inner uh, digging and find out. Okay, what play? What um, role did you play in this? How True. You, I, I mean, self awareness you, is key. Yeah, because you don't want to make the same mis mistake twice. You don't want to go for the same type of people. Or maybe you, you're not being true to yourself. So you're pretending to be someone and you're actually with the wrong person because you're fake to yourself. 
So it's mm. more so about understanding your role because you can't control what people do ever. So it's like, okay, you can't really be disappointed because people do what they want to do. But if there's anything that should change, it's going to be you at the end of the day. Our last question for today has to do with purchasing power, quote unquote, as we put it. So this is a, a race question. So I don't know if to put a trigger warning for <laughs> whoever gets triggered by race questions, but this is a question about race. Do you ever feel, does anyone ever feel <clears throat> morally obliged to purchase from their own race? To only purchase from their race, I should say. And is there some guilt attached to it when we do not purchase from our race? I'll put it plainly. If there was, you know, two restaurants, let's even say there are two McDonald's and, you know, there's one owned by a black person and one owned by a white person, you know, and you're a black person, you go to a black person owned. And if you're a white person, you go to a white person owned. If a white person goes to a black person owned, do you feel bad that you did that? Anybody could go first. I could start. Uh, I think in situations like that, I don't think look at it as like more of a, a, a moral obligation, but more of like strategy in regards to how in which you want to tackle economic and uh, differences that exist between racial demographics. So if you feel as though that, yes, well, if you understand that there is a pr pronounced uh, gap between wealth distributed within uh, minority communities versus wealth distributed amongst white communities, then it is incumbent upon you to purchase when you can, uh, you know, black owned um, goods and services, because it's the likelihood of that money to being circulated around that community is more likely to happen if you spend long with them. It's likely it is when you spend in uh, white owned uh, businesses and services and so on. But do I feel as though it is your moral obligation to do so? No. Okay. So you don't feel I like... agree with that statement. Oh, okay. you know, I, I hate the notion. All right. Well, you know, well, you know, I'm Ghanaian, so I'm black. But I hate the notion that, you know, just because somebody. All right. Like, let's say somebody sells a T-shirt and a T-shirt. It just like has a simple print on it. And it's like it's it's ass, like the texture of it, everything like that. Just <laughs> but just because it's coming from a black person, we should or, you know, we as black people should support that person by their. You know, I, I just don't agree with it. Material is material and food is food. Just because a black person owns it doesn't mean that I'm just going to outright and just, you know, <laughs> support it. Plus, plus on top of it, in a more realistic sense, OK, sometimes it, like there, there are goods and services that are black owned that are outside of the purchasing power of somebody who's on a budget. So it's like, I'm not going to purchase that just because it's black owned if I can't afford it. It's like, yeah, right. like the notion of supporting black owned businesses is great and all. But at the end of the day, if it isn't affordable for me, then like, I'm sorry, buddy. I got to go with like the mainstream thing over here. That's, that's <laughs> I got to look out for me at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> but right. I, I support you in spirit, <laughs> you know? Right. What'd you say to them, Madam Starry? When it comes to these things, I find it hard to find like replacements or like them, some of the items that I buy from Black own businesses i would love to buy them from them but it's just they don't have we're still trying to create businesses and we're still trying to create products and services and it's very hard to find everything that i need but if i see something and it's quality like you guys were saying 
that so the quality does matter. You know, I am willing to spend a little bit more money because they are black. Are, are you agreeing with them that there's no moral obligation to support the businesses of your race? I would definitely support it. However, if the product or the service is not up to par that I need, I probably wouldn't go back and support again. So I hear a lot of... But I will take a chance for sure. I would definitely be like, I'll buy that because you're black. And then if it's not good, you won't see me again. So I, I hear a lot of <laughs> questions about quality. Is yes. that right? Like everybody seems to say, you know, if buying from your own race is of a lesser quality, that's what factors in. So let's take that out of the picture and say that it's the same exact thing that you're buying, the same quality. Is there that moral obligation to give your money to a person of your color now? So it's the I same quality, same thing there. It could be like for like, same environment. Would you morally be like, okay, uh, I should go this because of the color or I should go this because of that? Is it more economic though, considering some like individual circumstances? Is it like, is the one product more expensive than the other if we're talking the same individual quality? So then it comes to the finances then. That's also another factor to consider. Okay. True. True. I, I'm willing to pay a little bit more like if it's black owned, I don't mind paying, not significantly more because I think black businesses need to have a range of products and services with different prices. A lot of the times uh, I see them very expensive. So not like we can't all afford these products. So it's like they should have a range. And I think that price is important. And I think like everybody's within their right to have the, like, you know, if you're willing to do that, like, you know, spend